Whether you're at the beginning of your property journey, looking to enter the market, or a seasoned professional seeking new strategies and insights, this podcast is your one-stop resource for all things property investment. Welcome to the Property Investors Network podcast. Let's embark on this exciting journey together and make your property investment dreams a reality. Hello, property investors. Great to be here today. So in this little episode, I wanted to share with you 10 of the best ways to get the most out of your networking events that you're attending. Listen, if you're putting the time and the effort into attending networking events, whether they're property related, whether they're business related, whatever they are, you need to make sure that there's certain things that or certain criteria that you're following to get maximum uh, benefit from being there. It can be quite daunting when you start to go out networking. And I remember in my past life, as I like to say, my corporate job, I used to go out there and I used to do some networking events that I was sent on by my company. And they were very clicky. They weren't particularly open. Everybody was sort of in their own little groups and things. But one thing that you will find is if you've been to a a property investor networking event, they're very open. People are very open to talk to you, to share, you know, their highs, their lows and everything. And also to, to, to genuinely help you. I mean, the first networking event, when I went to a property investor networking event, I got home and the wife said to me, how was it? I said, well, it was, it was weird. She said, in what way? I said, well, everybody was really nice. And she said, well, that's what you want, isn't it? I said, well, yes, of course. But it's not always what you expect when you go to these types of events and things. But I always like to make sure that uh, when I go there, I have a bit of a goal, a bit of a purpose. And I go there to, to, to really go through these 10 points um, to get maximum benefit from them. So the first one is to be prepared. OK, make sure that you, you are prepared to actually go to a networking event. If you're a little bit shy about it, and that's fine. We're all a bit shy. I was shy when I went to my first one, didn't know anybody, didn't have any properties, didn't then know what, was, what am I going to talk about? I'm not even an investor. I haven't done anything apart from buy my own house. Uh, and that's not very exciting to talk about, is it? But I was prepared to make the effort. And I think that's the one thing that a lot of people have just got to remember. Nobody is going to be nasty to you. Nobody's going to have a go at you. Nobody's going to laugh at you. As long as you're genuinely there, you're prepared to just talk to people. And you never know, even in your current jobs or or what you do in your life, you may be able to point people in the right direction and help them. Don't pretend to know stuff that you don't know. Just be honest. I'm not 100% sure about that. That's why I'm here. Everybody will agree with you. That's great. But a lot of people will be very generous with their time and will help and support you. Now, the other thing that I see is, People turn up without business cards, okay? Now, even if you're just new in property or whatever, have a business card, even if it's just got your name on. You haven't even got a company uh, name or anything like that. That's fine. It could be the Mark Fitzgerald business card that's got my contact details on because people cannot reach out to you, cannot contact you and connect with you and potentially help you if they haven't got your details. Now, you want to be collecting other people's business cards as well. Because that's why we're there. We are networking for a reason. We are networking to share details, to help and support each other. So if you turn up without a business card, it just gives off the wrong signal. Now, you might not have them when you do your first event. That is fine. Be willing, though, to write it down. Maybe have a pad and pen and say, I can write my number down for you or something like that. 
something's better than nothing when it comes to potentially an investor, potentially somebody that you may not, you might not even see again and you haven't got their details and they haven't got yours. There's no point. So make sure that you're swapping business cards. And like I say, even if you haven't got a company, you haven't got a business name, just have the business card in your name. And if you're doing it for property related and networking events, have a picture of yourself on the business card as well. Why? Because people then know who it is. I have many a times I've come, I was going to grab a handful. I've got a drawer there with a handful of business cards. in. Many a time I've grabbed the business card and I've got home and I've thought, oh, who's this again? Because I've spoken to so many different people. But if the picture there of them is on it, then that's great. Now, I used to have two business cards. I used to have a business card that I would give uh, landlords as I was doing deals and um, agents. And that didn't have a picture of me on because they didn't quite understand that. And I used to have business cards with a picture of me on that I used to hand out at networking events. So people recognized me, got to know me, got to think, oh, there, there, there he is again. I, I recognize him because I've got one of his business cards. So make sure you've got that. Set a goal for the event. OK, what do I mean by that? Well, set a goal to say, right, tonight I'm going to a networking event. Uh, I've been a couple of times. I know I know Dave. I know Sue. I know Tim. I know John. Uh, but I'm going to try and meet and speak to three, maybe five people I have never spoken to before and try and get their business cards. That's my goal tonight. So if I can get there early, if I can get there at the beginning and get five business cards of people I've never met before, I've, I've, I've hit my goal. My night is a success or the time that I've spent at that networking event is a success. So make sure that you have a goal when you go there. And the goal should always be to speak to somebody, at least one, I'd say five people, depending on the event, five people, three people. But to speak to different people that you've never spoken to before. Obviously, you don't ignore the people that you know, but the people that you know, you can speak to at any time. So um, speak to them at any time and meet some new people. I see far too many people just go straight up to the people that they know. They spend all night there and they never actually go around and mingle and mix with anybody else. So set yourself a target. Make a game of it. I only managed to do three and I wanted to do five. Oh, what's the matter with me? I'll hit that five next time and do that sort of thing. Next, be engaging in conversations. Even if you're new to property or maybe you're even doing property, somebody's talking about a strategy that you haven't got, you know, be engaging, engage with people, you know, ask questions. If you're not sure of something, don't be afraid to ask questions, to say, I'm not 100% sure about that. I've not heard of that before. Could you tell me a little bit more? Trust me, if you say that to anybody at a networking event, they're not going to say, well, I'm not going to tell you. They're going to say, I'd be happy to. This is what I've done recently, or this is the challenge that I've had. And you can learn and glean so much from people like that. So engage in the conversation. You don't want to try and butt in over everybody and, and, and stuff like that. But if you're listening to a conversation and you don't quite understand something, do not be shy. Just say, I've not heard of that before. I don't quite understand that. Can you just explain that a bit better to me? And you'll learn more. So you really will uh, get you know the most from the time that you're there. As with that, it's also, you know, make sure that you're listening. Two ears, one mouth for a reason. Listen to what people are saying. Don't just listen to ready to jump in with the next question or whatever or, or whatever you want to put forward. Listen to them. And if it takes a second for you to compute what they've said and you have a bit of an awkward silence, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. As long as the next thing you say is in line with the conversation now. So make sure that you're listening uh, and you're listening with uh, with intent at the end of the day so that when people uh, are talking, you can come back with something. You're not just stood there, not really listening to them, just to bounce in with something else. I've had to work very hard at that because I do tend to, or I used to 
be really bad talking over people and things. Uh, I, I get so giddy that I want to say my piece that sometimes technology doesn't always help me on that, though. In my in my own defense, when I'm doing Zoom calls and things, sometimes you think somebody's finished and they haven't. But it's a lot easier when you're in person. So make sure that you're engaged in the conversation, but that you're actually listening as well. OK. The next thing you want to be doing is making sure that you have a follow up process after the events. OK, so you need to make sure that you are collecting business cards when you are. Drop them an email, drop them a message. See if you can jump on a Zoom call, have a, have a Zoom coffee or something like that. When I first started doing all this, a lot of people just wanted to meet and I ended up driving around all over the place meeting different people and it wasn't the best use of my time. So what I do try and do now is just say, let's have a 20 minute Zoom call, uh, get to know each other, see what we're all about and how we can help each other in the future. Most people can fit a Zoom call in. If you use Calendarly uh, to book in calls as well, so you're not going backwards and forward, then that's a great little tool to use for that. And you can use the freebie the free version of that to schedule the calls with people. But make sure that you're following up. Don't just take all these business cards, meet all of these people, and then never go back to them again. Because, again, what's the point in going networking if you're not going to follow up with people, if you're not going to build up those relationships? And that is the next one. Look to build up professional relationships with people. Don't just go to networking events, and I see this all the time as well, and try and sell. I've got deals. Who wants deals? I'm a deal sourcer. Or uh, I've got this potential uh, investment opportunity. Who's an investor? Who's going to invest in this? I don't know you. I don't particularly like that. So all of a sudden, my first um, first appearances can count for a lot when it comes to uh, meeting people. It shouldn't, but sometimes we will you know, go off of first appearances and, and how people are uh, talking to you and a lot of the times when they're like oh, I've got a deal do you want to see it do you want to see it and it's just like well, I don't even know who you are let alone looking at your deal so how you know there's no like there's no trust there's nothing there so look to build relationships look to help people look to talk to them and if they say do you know what I'm looking I'm looking for HMOs in this area this postcode and you've got a deal that is when you can say I've got a couple of deals in that area would you be interested in looking at them and what are they going to say oh yeah I'll have a little look Brilliant. Rather than you walking up to somebody and just saying, I've got some deals in this area. Are you interested? Now, they might very well say yes. But I, I, for me, it puts me off. So build relationships with people. Try and help them. Try and support them in whatever way you can. And it doesn't have to be massively. Sometimes it's just actively listening to people, listening to what they have to say. They may have a problem and maybe talking about it. You're actively listening. You don't really know the answer uh, because it's maybe not something that you specialize in. But what you can find is that uh, they will in turn maybe even find the answer for themselves just by talking to you and you listening. So you can help people in that way. And of course, if you do that, they can be like, oh, Mark, he's good. He's a great listener. I've never had that actually said about me yet. So I'm, I'm working on that one myself. But he's a great listener. Um, and, he, and he helped me. And I didn't really do anything. But I just listened to what they had to say. And it seemed to help them. So do make sure that you're building relationships. Don't try and skip the gears on these things. You have to go through the processes of spending a bit of time with people before you build up a know, like, and trust. And of course, then you can get your benefits from that. The next one I would say is to make sure that you dress appropriately. As I say, first impressions, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. But guess what? As humans, we do. We judge books by their covers. So if you are uh, on the building site all day long and you turn up in your scruffs, that may be great for John and Harry who know you. But everybody else and you're saying to the, you know, uh, I'm looking for investments and all of this. And you just don't look the part. And I'm not saying that it's going to be a massive thing, but it will put some people off. There's no harm whatsoever. You've got to go straight from work to any of these networking events. 
to have some nice clothes in a bag that you take with you or in your car or something like that. Just something you can change into, freshen up a little bit and look the part. First impressions do count, do matter. As I said, they shouldn't do. I've met people or seen people before and looked at them and thought, oh, I'd never like to speak to that person. Then when I have actually spoken to them, I found that they're really nice. They're really engaging. They're really my sort of people. But on first impressions, I didn't actually want to make the time for them. It's not right, but it is what happens. So make sure it's not happening to you. Now, this top tip here is something that I always try and do. And that is turn up early. So if your networking event starts at a specific time, try and be there for when it starts. Obviously, if traffic and things get in the way and you can't do it all the time. But initially, try and get there early. Why? Because it will give you the opportunity to speak to potentially, you know, uh, the host, the, the team, the people that are educated in what it is you're trying to, you know, build up a network in. Get there early. Jump on the host, not literally, but get there. Who's the host? Uh, are they busy at the moment? Now, if they've got everything set up and the place starts at six, everything should be in hand. They, you should be able to talk to the team. Uh, and of course, if you're going to pin meetings, they'll, they'll be property investors. And of course, they won't be talking to the usual locals. They'll be talking to you because you're there before everybody else. You will get the host's attention as well. You can speak to the host and say, I'm looking for potentially, you know, rent to rent in these areas. Do you know anybody that's doing that or somebody it'd be good to speak to? They will point you in the right direction. It might even be them. But get there early. Turn up early. Turn up with the intention to have a, an engaging conversation. Don't turn up early and just stand there on your phone. You've got to turn up there. You've got to go up there and just start shaking people's hands. They'll soon acknowledge you when you walk up to them and put your hand out and say, nice to meet you. I'm Mark. This is the first time I've been to this networking event. And I wanted to turn up here early just to get to meet the team because I've heard it's such a great team here. Big people up uh, and get yourself in there and they'll be more inclined to help you and look after you. OK, so also on the, the flip side to that is, is make time at the end. Some of the best negotiations, some of the best relationships uh, and joint venture partnerships are formed after the networking events. If you have to shoot off as soon as the networking event finishes, every time you are missing some of the best networking. People are more relaxed. People are more engaged. People have a bit of time. Maybe they want to go to the bar area, have a coffee, Coke, a beer or whatever they want to have. But you will be able to do some of your best networking at the end. The beginning is really good to meet the team, get to know the team, the host and everything. The end is to get to know the attendees uh, and to really start to build up that relationship there. So do make sure that you schedule in the time to turn up. If nothing else, when it starts, so that you get there nice and early and make sure that you're going to be hanging around at the end as well so that you can get into those conversations and see what other people. And, of course, you can start scheduling appointments, maybe meeting people, getting to know people uh, and things like that, because it is a massive thing. It really is all about making sure that you're maximizing your time. A lot of people uh, I see maybe go to a couple of pin meetings, come out and say, well, it's not really for me. I, I didn't really get to speak to anybody. I didn't really get to know anybody. Uh, and, and those are the cases where realistically, have you put the effort in? Have you put the time in? Have you spoken to people? Have you actively engaged to build up relationships with people? Have you listened to the people? Do you look at the part? Uh, you know, are you approachable in the way that you look and everything like that? 
that? Are you listening to them? Uh, do you have your business cards there ready to hand out and making sure that people have them? And are you staying there till the end to build up relationships with people? Those are 10 things that if you do on a regular basis, you will see phenomenal, phenomenal results. And of course, you know what I'm going to say now. If you haven't already, book onto your local PIN meeting. Check it out. You know, go online, check out your local PIN meeting and get yourself booked on. Do these things actively. Get there early. Meet the host. Meet the team and build up relationships in your area. And if you're already doing it, absolutely brilliant. Maybe look to attend a few more PIN meetings and things. We have uh, a PIN meeting every single month, including August and December, where we have the national PIN meetings as well that are held online. So there's no excuses not to be going out there. And if you've never attended a PIN meeting before, then use my voucher code when you actually go to apply to uh, register, apply or register for the event. And it is Mark. M-A-R-K, my name, and the number 31, all as one word, and I'll treat you to your first PIN meeting so that you can go and you can try these 10 top tips. I hope this has helped you. I hope you found this valuable, uh, and I look forward to you joining me next time. Take care, and bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Property Investors Network podcast. Remember, investing in property is not just about numbers and profits, but also about building communities and creating a lasting impact. You can do this by checking out our website at pinfurtherlearning.co.uk. And of course, look to book onto your local Property Investors Networking event. We are here to help and support you every step of the way, and I look forward to you joining me very soon. Bye for now.